Hello everyone, welcome to the glory room. I'm Prophetess Lou. Um, before we get started, we're going to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Most of all, we thank you for saving our soul. Father God, we ask you right now to um, pour out your wisdom and knowledge unto us. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to this podcast. We ask you to give us ears to hear and eyes to see. We ask you to open our ears and eyes, Father God. We ask you to to bless the people that are reading it and bless the people that are hearing it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay, our verse of the day is Judges 14 and 6. The Spirit of the Lord came up powerful upon him so that he tore the lion apart with his bare hands as, as he might have torn a young goat. But he told neither his father nor his mother what he had done. Subject, carrying a heavy chair. Christian truths, I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I am focusing on God. God has given me strength. I'm not carrying dead weight. I'm allowing God to lead me. Sometimes who we want to love us truly is the one who is bringing us to our defeat. That could be family. It could be someone we are dating. It doesn't matter. We all carry a chair around that we expect someone to sit in. And by carrying this chair around, it causes us to be slower towards our destination of our calling because we are so focused on who is in the chair and not on God. Who can carry us through anything and everything? The chair that we allow whomever to sit in is getting heavy because we aren't meant to be carrying people through into, into, into our lives. We are meant and called to walk in authority, not carrying dead weight. Samson was a man who was strong and everyone knew him by his ability to be strong. And he didn't realize that he too was carrying around a woman who didn't want him and didn't want to be with him. She just wanted what God has given him, which was strength. Judges 14 and 6, the spirit of the Lord came powerful upon him so that he tore the lion apart with his bare hands as he might have torn a young goat, but he told neither his father nor his mother what he had done. See, Samson had the strength of God, and, and he could defend himself against anything. Many people thought it was Samson's hair that gave him the strength. But it, was also, but it was also because Samson was set aside for the work of God. After all, Samson made sure to focus on God. He did what he shouldn't and should have done. He had power. When we walk with God, we have authority and have power. But the moment we stop focusing on God, and we stop giving ourselves to God, the power goes dormant. See, some of us are carrying a memory or a person around that we need to shake off and let go. But because we are so focused on that person, our memory is draining us of what God has given us. Verse 16, then Samson's wife threw herself on, on him sobbing, you hate me. You don't really love me. You've given my people a riddle, but you haven't told me the answer. When we have people in our life who shouldn't be there, we can't see it. They do anything to cause us to step out of character. They do anything to keep us where we are constantly losing. And we are too blind to see it. Sometimes it be family or friends or whatever. We have to let them go because God has already shown us who this person is. But because we are so fixated on pleasing them, then God, we don't see it. And Samson didn't see what was the woman doing. Verse 17 and 20, Jesus cried, I mean, not, sorry. She cried in the whole seven days of the feast. So on the seventh day, he finally told her because she, she continued to press him. She, she in return explained the riddle to her people. But Samson's wife was given to his companion, 
whom he had used as a friend. No matter how much we try to keep something or someone that shouldn't be there, they will leave. That's why every day we need to ask God to remove people and things that are in our life that shouldn't be. Because we can't and shouldn't hold on to people and things that don't want to be kept. Because it's not in his will of God. They will not be there that long. Today, if you notice that you're carrying a heavy chair weight of someone or something, remove it. Because as we carry them, we are causing ourselves to slow down. We are stunting the anointing of God in our life. We have to pick this choice. We have to pick and choose what we want. And it isn't easy. But it's what has to be done. Allow God to help you leave the chair and the person there so so there so you can be renewed by God. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for everything you have done for us. We thank you for the love you have given us, even grace and mercy. Lord, we forgive us of the sins we have done. Help us to stay focused on you. Help us to release people that shouldn't be in our lives. Lord, this is so hard to do, but we ask you for your strength and guidance. Lord, help us to follow your word. Help us to be more kind and compassionate and loving to everyone. Lord, the chair we are carrying is so heavy. We ask you to take the chair. Take our lives and show us what we must do. Lord, we ask you to break any soul ties, any spiritual attachments in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So the topic today is carrying a heavy chair. Okay, so I'm going to explain the title. I'm going to explain this first because the Holy Spirit is telling me to explain this first. Some of us have callings on our life that are being stunted because we are carrying or holding on to someone or something in our life that we shouldn't have. Now, the, the word of God tells us that the, the spiritual gifts are irrevocable, irrevocable. He can't take them back. He, he won't, but they can lay doormat. A lot of people read that scripture and they, they think they can get out of pocket and, and they think, oh, this gift he can't take away, but he can lay it doormat. He can make it sleep. Some of you will get in the pulpit and get ready to preach and an anointing will not be there. That gift won't be there. Be sleep. If you will, it'd be sleep because God's not going to allow you to use his anointing and get out of pocket and do what, do what you think that he's telling you to do. Because first of all, he's telling us to clean up our lives. And that's a lot of things. A lot of times people don't want to do. They don't want to clean up their lives. A lot of people want to know they calling, but God is telling you first to clean up your life. He's calling you out of your, your, your places that you shouldn't be. He's calling you out of the, the, the underneath the sin that you're in. Amen. Second thing, carrying a heavy chair. The title God gave to me, uh, he showed me a person carrying a chair. And each place they went, a spirit was sitting in that chair. They would go to work, they carry a chair. And the chair is, uh, it's not a real chair, it's, it's metaphorical, I think that's the word. Um, excuse me if I didn't use the right word, but it's, it's, it's pretend. Let's just say that, it's pretend. Um... So this person is carrying this chair, and as this person carries a chair, the, the spirit sits down. And as the vision went on, he showed me a person that was dead, sitting in the chair. He showed me this person dragging this chair through Walmart, through, through different places. It, they went in and out. And he told me, he said, people are carrying heavy chairs around and allowing people to sit in these chairs because they think they need them. And what they need to realize is that they need me. They don't need them. But because they have them attached to them and they have this chair that they allow this person to sit in, they feel like this is where they need to be. This is the spot that God has called them to be. And this is not. 
God is calling you to get rid of the chair and stop dragging around heavy weight. Some of us are won't let go of memories. We won't let go of people. We keep going back to people. We keep doing the same thing that he told us not to do because we're so accustomed to carrying a heavy weight that we don't realize that while we're carrying this heavy weight, it's dragging us down to get to our destination, our calling. Some of us haven't even arrived to our calling, our destination, because we're too busy carrying around dead bones. These people are dead. These people are dead weight. These people don't have anything good to offer you, but you keep dragging the chair. Oh, they get better. Oh, they're changed. They won't. Because the enemy knows you. The enemy sees you. The enemy knows what he can do and say to get you out of pocket. He knows what he can do and say and place over you that will cause you not to keep running to God. That will cause you to have a prayerless lifestyle. That will cause you not to, 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 to seek him. That will cause you not to read your word. See, some of you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do, you grab your phone. Some of y'all, the first thing you wake up and do, you go make some coffee. The first thing some of you do is cause havoc and hell in your household. But what you need to do is go to the prayer closet. God is calling some of us back to go to our prayer closet. God is calling some of us back to our knees. God is calling some of us to do better in our lives, but we refuse to do it because we're like, no, he's not calling me to do that. He's calling me to bigger things. And yes, sister and brother, he's calling you to bigger and better things. But you can't reach there until you start praying, until you start reading your Bible. Some of you think that you don't have to pray. You don't have to read your Bible because you feel like, oh, I'm powerful enough. I don't need it. I'm so anointed. I don't need to read my word. But God is saying today, the reason why you are not as strong as you should be is because you're not praying with me. You're not spending time with me. You're not reading and fasting. Some of you don't want to fast, but let me tell you something. Fasting will break yokes. Fasting will drive a fire within you that will cause you to draw near to God and not people. When you fast, God will open you up and let you see what's around you. He will allow you to see the tax of the enemy. But some of you don't want to go there or spend the time to do it because you're too busy with this dead bones, with this dead situation, with this heavy chair. See, Samson had a calling on his life. See, he, he had like this, this, this long, pretty hair. Some people said it was locks. Some people said it was just long, pretty hair. I don't know. I'm not getting into the, the technicalities of that. So we're going to say he had long hair. Samson had such long hair that it was beautiful. And in that hair was his strength. But behind that strength, God gave him that. And a lot of people like, oh, the strength is in his hair. But the thing was is that Samson did everything he's supposed to do to line himself up with God. So his strength came from God. The hair was just there. Amen. The hair was just there. Yeah, when they cut it, because that was technically, it's almost like somebody that climbs a rope. The rope didn't help them up. They climbed they stuff up, right? So when someone cut the rope, they, they actually are hurting the person that's climbing the rope, just like him. You're hurting his hair. You're cutting his hair, which is cutting his strength. But his strength came from God. Who do you think gave him the strength in the hair, which is God? And so when he started disconnecting, he started telling different things and doing different things. As you could tell in the story, if you have time, go read it. His attitude towards things changed. The way he handled things started changing. Because he got so focused on that woman. See, the enemy knew what will 
bring Samson out of character, what will bring Samson to his demise. See, we, we think we're smarter than Satan, but we're not. We're not smarter than Satan until we connect with God. We can't stop the attacks of the enemy without God. We need him as a shield. We need him as a protector. Mm -hmm. So one of the verses that we read today, uh, 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 the Holy Spirit is telling me to go over this verse. Samson, verse 16. Samson wife threw herself on him sobbing. You hate me. You don't love me. You've given people a riddle, but you haven't told me the answer. You see how the enemy do? The enemy will place people in your life that make you feel sorry for them. And you feel so sorry for them that you refuse to hear God speak to you. And God's probably telling Samson, no, don't listen to her. Do not give her what she's asking you. Samson, do you hear me? Samson, do you hear me? And he's doing the same with us. He's saying, don't rely on this person. This person is just being conniving. This person is not listening to you. This person is doing whatever they want to do. This person is saying whatever they want to say to get you to fall out of my hand. See, God's, the, the Bible tells us that we can't be taken out of his hands, but we can't be taken out of his hands, but we can fall out of his hands by not listening to him. And Samson wasn't listening. See, what happens is these spirits that attach themselves to us, they know what will work. They're strategic. They know what will work. They know that if he, that spirit knew if, the, if this woman started crying, that Samson don't want her to cry. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, don't cry. I'm sorry I made you cry. Let me make you feel better. So we're distracted by making them feel better by then pushing ourselves further from God because we're so focused on them. See, that's what the spirit does. That spirit knows what can cause us to pull away. But because we're not spiritually connected and we're too busy carrying heavy things, we don't see what the Lord is trying to show us, that this person is going to train you. Okay, so let's look at this other part. At the bottom, it says today, if you notice that you're carrying a heavy chair, somewhere, something, remove it. Because as we carry them, we're causing ourselves to slow down. As we allow people and things in our life that shouldn't be, they slow us down spiritually. They slow us down where we to the point where we don't see that what God is trying to tell us. We have to let go of the chair. And I know that's hard. When I first gave my life to Christ, I had to let go of a friend that I didn't want to let go of. I cried out like a baby, but I knew it was the only the right thing. And I let them go. And when I did, I cried. And God asked me, he said, why are you crying? I said, because I didn't want to let them go, but I knew it was the best thing. I said, please help me through this. Give me strength. And he gave me strength. It's almost like when um, Samuel was crying over Saul. He was upset. And, and let's, let's try to find, let me try to find this verse because I, I always thought about this verse. Let's see. Um, Let's go to 1 Samuel 16. If you have your Bible, if you don't, that's fine too. Sorry, my light just turned blue on me in here. Let me turn it back on so I can see. Give me a quick second. I guess it's motion sensitive. Um, sorry. 
Okay. First Samuel 16. If you have it, that's fine. Wait for me. I'm getting right there. And I'm there. Now the Lord said to Samuel, you have moaned long enough for Saul. I reject him as king as Israel. So fill your flask with olive oil and go to Bethlehem. Find a man named Jesse who lives there for I have selected one of the sons to my king, to be my king. See, Samuel was overwhelmed that this had happened. That this, that this had even happened to someone that he loved. And he couldn't get over the fact that this had happened, that this that this kingdom is no longer his, that God basically said, I'm done. I'm done. I told you what to do and you deliberately disobeyed me. And that's what that's happening now. Some of us are torn away from our calling. He haven't took away our gifts and, 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 and stuff and anointing. He have laid a doormat. What he did was he 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 tore away our calling until some of us getting it right. Some of us want to dib and dabble into other things and still try to discover our calling or walk in our calling. And some of you have lost it and you know it. You can feel it. You can feel that the anointing that you had is gone, but it's not gone. It's laid down. It's dormant. It's sleep. We have to start letting go of those things. And God told Saul, I don't want you to do this. I want you to do that. And Saul did the complete opposite. God is trying to give us a warning. Stop doing the things that you're doing because I'm not happy. And some of us won't spend the time to figure out why he's not happy. We keep this moving in and out of life. So what he's done is he's slowly taking these things and laid them doormat. And still, that's not enough for some of us. Some of us are still going. But God is saying today, stop carrying the heavy chair. Start going back to connecting with me. Let's look at one of our verses for today. Go to John 16 and I have told you all this so that, I'm sorry, NIV, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace, in the world you have tribulation, but take heart, I've overcome the world. NLT, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me, here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. He tells us here, we will have sorrow, we will have complications. But take heart because I have been there. I have overcame the world. So it's nothing that you're dealing with that I haven't dealt with or fixed for you. Or I can't, I can't, I can't fix for you because I can fix anything and everything. But we have to learn that we have to go to God every day. When we wake up in the morning, morning prayer is essential. I tell everybody that on five minutes with God, that it's essential that you get up in the morning and you meditate and read on your word so God can show you what is happening with your day. Some of us are not prepared of what's happening in our day because we are not connecting with the main source. Some of us are broken from the main source that we should be connected to because we don't want to spend time with him. Oh, I got things to do. I got 
plans. I got to get going. I got a road trip to plan. I got to be with my family. Let me tell you something. You're going to spiritually die if you don't connect with the source because we can't do anything without God. The Bible tells us that we must be connected with the main vine. We can't be connected with the main vine if we never connect with him. If we never sit down with him, connect with the main vine. We can do nothing without him if we are not connecting with the main vine. Some of us won't connect with the main vine. We're connecting with the TV. We're connecting with our video game. We're connecting with these illicit relationships we shouldn't have. We're connecting with our job. I bet Tim. I bet some of us will show up to our jobs ten minutes early, but we won't wake up ten minutes early to spend time with God. Why? Because our priorities isn't right. Ask God to help you with your priorities. Ask God to help you see what you're doing. Ask God to help you not. Be so focused on your job because God can take away that job. He can blow on that job. You won't have that job. But when you focus on him, he can give you promotion. He can provide for you. He can create provision for you. And you know what the awesome thing is about Jesus? That he will still provide for us even if we're not faithful. He will still provide for us even if we're not faithful. Because he reigns in the just like he reigns in the unjust. He gives to people that shouldn't, shouldn't that you think that shouldn't have. That he thinks should have. He reigns on the just and the unjust. But in order for us as children of God. To get elevated in him. Elevated in the spiritual realm. We must connect with our main source. And leave the heavy chair there. I pray you all have a blessed day. Remember Jesus loves you. I love you too. Remember to like, subscribe and follow. And send to a family member or friend. Thank you. Have a blessed day.